If your listeners want to support you and they're not wanting you to bend over backward to create some crazy thing that they never asked for to begin with, they just want to give you money. Let them do that. Well, hey, friends, welcome back to The Christian Podcaster. This is uh, this is the official podcast of Christian Podcasters Association. I'm Eric Nevins. Thank you so much for being here. As always, I'm the founder of Christian Podcasters Association. I would love for you to join us. If you're a Christian podcaster, make sure you're in the Facebook group. That's really sort of the base of where we hang out. I know it's Facebook, but there's a lot of cool people hanging out on Facebook and it, this group I love what happens there. People get connected. The reason we started CPA is to connect Christian podcasters together, whether it's for guesting or for uh, just a place to ask your questions like, hey, what do you do for this? What technology do you use? What do you like? People will answer those questions. So I hope that you join us in there. Uh, today, we are going to talk about a really important uh, question and it is the last in our house metaphor episodes. So we've been talking about the entire thing of I got this this whole this whole picture right. I want you to picture a house. We got five kind of steps to building your podcast. The first one is your mindset, and that's the foundation. That's kind of where everything rests on and what props everything up and keeps you going. Your message is your framing and where everything hangs on your message. Your message has to be good. Because uh, everything else goes up on it. Your mechanics is the guts of your house, your plumbing, your HVAC, all that kind of stuff that hopefully just turns on once you know how to use it and it's all installed. We just talked about marketing in a couple episodes ago, and that is the curb appeal. Invites people to come and hang out with you and join your community. And then today we have monetization. I want you to notice monetization is last. It's the first thing I think a lot of people think about, but it's actually the last thing to do because you need to nail some of these other things like your message, get your audio sounding good, get uh, kind of your, the way your message works out in your marketing. And then you can start thinking about monetization. Um, I've got a, uh, what I think is a good definition of monetization, but before I give you that, I want to bring in, uh, our friend, Amy Fritz, host of the untangled faith podcast. Hey, Amy, welcome to the show again. You're here to talk about, uh, monetization with us. And I think you've got some, some great ideas for us as well. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's good to be back. Let's do this. I am excited. Okay. Here's my definition of monetization. So I kind of have all these like single statements for each of these five things for monetization. It's this monetization is delivering your promised transformation to your audience in a package they can purchase. Right. Mm. So what, the reason I like that is because there's a couple things. Number one, it's a reminder that you're promising a transformation with your podcast. Well, we talked a couple few weeks ago now uh, about your message that you're, this is a transformation you're making your promise that you're making to your audience. Their life is going to be different because they listen to your show. Right. So um, like in mine halfway there, the, the promise is I uh, am promising you that you can, if you're going through spiritual deconstruction, go through the spiritual desert, you're not alone. You're not even the first because God's people have been talking about this for millennia and there's light at the end of the tunnel uh, as you as you go through the the spiritual desert, um, and you you can make that right. So 
that's the transformation. Okay. But you're promising that to your audience, but then you're delivering it in a package that they can purchase, right? There's some way they can do it, whether it's a membership, we're going to talk about some of these, uh, a product time with you, whatever that is, you're just making it available to them to help support what you do, but in a way that is beneficial to them. When you think about the average podcaster, how does that resonate with, with you? Well, first of all, I think, oh man, that might sound like a lot of work. I have to package something up. So I want to hear like, what are some low lift things that aren't going to require a whole lot of time and like technology, like learning for me to make this happen. I also want to know if there's just other options, like let's talk about the the different ways that we can make it easy for someone to just hand us money if they want to. (laughs) That's right. Okay. So that's a good point. It can feel a little bit overwhelming. It can feel (laughs) a little bit like that. This is a lot. I'll be so true story. When I first got into, into business, I'd left my job and I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I was terrified to accept money. I was terrified to figure out how this went. This is all mindset stuff really. But I, I, couldn't figure it out. And I was like, this is so hard and I don't know what to do with Stripe and I don't know all this thing. So finally one day I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to figure this out and figure out how to make this work. I signed up for a Stripe account. I had it hooked up to my website in 15 minutes, right? Yeah. It was super easy, way easier than I thought. And it was just a mindset thing. So there's probably a mindset issue of monetization that we should talk about because there's also theology and not all of us are called to be Francis of Assisi. That's a whole nother theological, historical thing yeah. that we could talk about. So what happens when you do a podcast with a Bible nerd, Amy? It's okay. I know. I love it. But the, uh, but, so, but it doesn't actually have to be hard. So right. it doesn't have to be hard. Uh, there are probably a few things that, that you can do that are actually easy. I want to start with this one because this is something that you uh, brought to my attention. It's a, it can be as simple as stickers, right? So talk to me about, let's talk about that. And then there's probably some other low level things um, that are low, low effort things, right? Let's call it that things, things that don't take too much time or energy, but can also be helpful for your show. It's so fun. And because this also doesn't have to take a lot of time either and it can create community. So like, Eric mentions a sticker. So I have a sticker, a couple of stickers on the back of my, my phone case. And one of them says red flag detector. And that's my favorite sticker. And <laughs> I just went to Canva and I created uh, like a sticker and then I used sticker mule and in what I had, and I had a, a bunch um, printed off and I actually handed some out at a conference I was at and it was like a great way to build community. But I also saw somebody who very regularly will make different uh, sticker designs and just offer it. Say, hey guys, as a way of like supporting my podcast or supporting my work, um, if you want one of these stickers, um, here's my PayPal. I'll email it to you. They're this much. So easy. I mean, there was no special thing to set up. It's just a PayPal link. And then you put that sticker or the thing in an envelope and you send a thank you with the sticker. I mean, it's, it's so, so easy. Plus who doesn't like getting mail? Right. Which Okay. So what I love about that idea is that it's actually super creative, right? And it's, and it's super easy. So my guess is if you have a good message, probably in your podcast, there are things that you're saying all the time. Right. That you, that are catchphrases. Yeah, like I'm or, a red flag detector. 
That's right. So exactly. I made a red flag detector sticker, which is so fun. That's genius. I love that. Yeah. That's really good. Okay. So yeah. there's things, there's things like that, that you can, uh, that you can do and, uh, that you can turn into like a sticker or some, something like that, that you can yeah. offer to your, to your audience. The invitation is one of, um, again, this goes back to community. I think like you're, you're letting people, you're inviting people into your community. Um, but it's also one of helping support you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that's not too difficult to do if, because if, if you are a podcaster, some of you have come into podcasting because you are an author or you are a speaker or you're hoping to be. And so one easy way, well, maybe, I don't know, Erica can tell me if this is easy or not, is you can say, you can be your own like commercial on your podcast. Uh, you know, some people yeah. sell uh, ad space. You can give a commercial for yourself for booking you at an event to speak on something for, um, buying something that you put together. Maybe you have an ebook or you have a devotional. I just listened to Michelle Rayburn's life repurposed podcast yesterday, and she is part of the CPA gold. And first of all, she did a solo show about getting out of social media echo chambers, which was absolutely brilliant. And so we're going to have to put a link to that. that. That's great. But the other thing that she did was in her advertising, she said, this show is brought to you by our family budget and also by, you know, these products that <laughs> I, I have like put that. together, which it was really a natural way of saying it's not free. Not everything with podcasting is free. Right. And some people that listen are like, oh, Michelle is actually paying money to do this. Uh, how can I support her? And it feels sometimes it feels easier. It's an easier ask to say, you know, I'll give you some time or I'll give you a resource in exchange for a few dollars or whatever yes. it is. Then to just say, send me your money to support the show. Although some people would have been happy to send you a few dollars to support the show because they like what you do, but it can be easier as the host of the show to say, because you're supporting me, here's a thank you, you know, or a, a coaching half hour that I'm offering to you or the ebook or, you know, whatever it may be. So you can be your own, you can advertise for something for yourself. Yeah. I actually, I really love that. Um, so you're, what you're making me think of with your, with like your red flag sticker, that's not about the red flag. It's not about the sticker, no. right? It's about no. the idea that you're, you're promising, Hey, you can have your faith without all of the junk that kind of comes with yeah. some of the culture, cultural aspects of American evangelicalism. Interesting. Okay. One of the things that it, that raises for me is, uh, why? So I love that the example of Michelle, who, like you said, is one of our gold members. She's fantastic. Uh, saying that, Hey, this is brought to you by our family budget and the end and, and, you know, and this and my business. So is why should we monetize? Right. Is there, there is a reason. I think some people go into it thinking, Hey, someday I'm going to be Joe Rogan and I'm going to become, you know, I'm going to sign a hundred million dollar contract with Spotify. I mean, if you can, Go for it. Who am I to stop you? I don't care. But that's probably <laughs> most likely not going to yeah. be most of us, right? right. So, but so isn't most people don't go into podcasting to get rich, right? That's not really the reason to to be here because it's not going to do that. Certainly not overnight. Well, we're Christian podcasters, so we have an additional like, how do we deal with money sort of thing. 
That's true. That's true. So yeah. why is money is having something your audience can purchase valuable? Why should we do it? I think there's some good reasons for it. Number one, uh, if, if I'm asking somebody to support my podcast, I am going to want to be sure to make sure it's the best that I'm, I'm giving value to that person and I'm feeling, I'm feeling proud of it. I'm feeling like it is worth that. Like I have put in how many hours did I spend interviewing somebody? How many hours did I spend editing? How much money did I spend on the host? How much money did I spend on my website? How much, you know, like it is part of the stewardship to use a Christian Bible sure. word, right? It's like, how can I use my resources in a way that is honoring God and isn't wasteful um, and make the most of these resources? And in some cases, some people are going to have so much extra money. This is not me. They just are like, <laughs> I just want right. to keep spending money on the podcast. It's not going to be a hardship for my family. But some of you guys are doing this because you want to help get your family out of debt or you would like to have be able to give your kids some spending money for when they go to college without, you know, breaking the bank. Um, and it's not about it's not exploiting somebody when you are giving them hours of content. I mean, it, I mean, you're right. It is a mindset thing, but, uh, and I'm losing, I'm losing my train of thought yeah, yeah. here, Eric. But well, so I think there's one, yeah, what do you think? a really good way, which builds on what you just said. What one good reason. And it's because money is really nothing more than exchange of value. Right. And so yeah. this is the way I thought about uh, my podcast and I think about CPA and things. What I really want is I want to provide something that's so valuable that it's worth exchanging a little bit of the, of the money that you work hard for. Right. Yeah. So in your, and, but this is, this is to your point. It does, that is actually, then that spurs on a quality and a leveling up of your skills that otherwise uh, maybe you don't have, right. That maybe you, you don't, you don't want, it is a, it is, it, things just get more serious when you involve money. And you I say it's a little bit serious. scary when people are like, I have a Patreon community, which is a little bit more like in depth, like depending on what you offer somebody for different levels of patrons and Patreon. But it is like, Oh my goodness, somebody just sent me a whole year's worth of yeah support at one time. I better show up. Right. You, you're then obligated for the year to provide yeah. what, whatever you've promised them. Right. Yeah. It levels up your game. So I think that's really important. I think there's a mindset issue to that, that, I, that uh, does matter. Also, like I said, I call it delivering your trans your promise transformation to your audience, right? So you have to think about them differently than just about your show. Now, if your show is you showing up because you just want to talk about things, okay. Uh, yeah. But if you're helping an audience, there's some there's more to it than that. Okay, so let's talk about some other ways that you can that that might not be so. I've got a whole list of things that you can do, and so we can talk about those a little bit. But what are some other things that are easier? that people can do to kind of get started if they're in this place where they're, they're deciding, okay, I need to do something. I want to make this offer to my audience. What can they do? Okay. So the very, very easiest is in some, on some podcast hosts, they 
interface with like buy me a coffee to for letting people to put in your show notes for people to easily donate to you. Um, or uh, you can put a, a link to your PayPal. That is the absolute easiest. All you have to do is set up an account so that you tell them where that money is going to go. You mention it in your podcast. You say, hey, if you have enjoyed this podcast and you would like to help support the show, feel free to leave a donation in, you know, through the buy me a coffee or whatever. So easy. You don't have to do anything. This is not an ongoing commitment from you. This is because they know exactly what they're giving money for. It's because they enjoyed your podcast. They want to encourage you. It is ridiculously easy. Also, if you do Patreon, you can set up levels where you don't offer anything in, in exchange for the money they give you. You just say, here is a tip jar for you to offer right. money to support the show. It's not, you could create a whole bunch of, you know, commitments say, you know, if you give this money, you'll get this, this, and this. And, and many people do different things, but I would say the easiest thing is, is to set up a way for people who like your show already, who aren't asking you for anything, just a way to send you money right? regularly. You know what? When I first started my Patreon and I followed their advice, they have you, they give, start sending you emails about what to do, right? When you sign up yes. and they said, Hey, text your friends, text your family. And I was like, I don't want to do that, but I'm going to do it. Okay, fine. And I did. And you know what? To this day, I have friends who give me significant amounts of money every single month uh, because they believe in what I'm doing and they wanted to support yeah. me. And I would not have thought of it. I don't even know if they listen at this point, right? Like, you know, I have friends, the same thing where they say, I don't even look at the things you post on Patreon. I just wanted to give you money. So they're your listeners want to support you. Right. And they're not wanting you to bend over backward to create some crazy thing that they never asked for to begin with. Uh, They just want to give you money. Let them do that. Do do them a favor and let them create a space and just mention it. That's really all you have to do, yes. right? Just create a space yes. and, and mention it. Now, you know, a lot of these things, I think it's important to say in monetization, you're, these are, we're talking about your friends and family, so that might be different. But when you're talking about putting it in your podcast, the way this works really is hard for people to learn, I think, uh, is it's a percentage of the number of people who listen that will actually take an action, right? And that percentage right. is mm-hmm. one to two. Okay. So if you have a hundred listeners, maybe one or two will take an action, but not always. Right. So if you have 2000 listeners, maybe one or 2% will take, will take an action. That's the same thing with email. Right. So you just got to keep that in mind. And I want, I want that to be like, I want to, I want to be realistic about how this works. You need to ask, but also keep it, keep, um, keep that, if, if it doesn't, if, if it doesn't go the way you want, like you didn't make a thousand dollars the first time, keep asking yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Right. Because yeah. it's going to take some yeah. time. Okay. So, uh, and be willing to keep, to keep showing up on it. Okay. Did you have any other thought, uh, like easy ways before we go into, I've got a whole list of things. I that do. We can do. So some podcast hosts also have like advertising that they offer, um, that you don't have to be getting a million downloads in order to be a part of Libsyn is one of those hosts that does that. Or you could join a podcast network. It is hard to get in some of those unless you have significant downloads. But some hosts offer advertising. Now, Libsyn has done a new thing that they are testing out that I beta tested with them. And they 
gave the opportunity for people to have put ads in their show. And what I would do then is tell them like, what is my level of comfort with different types of ads? Right. And like, do I want political ads? Do I want controversial ads? And I said, I want the safest ads. And even then they were working things out. I was like, I was just listening to my show and they had this weird ad for Tinder and they said something about (laughs) one night stands. And I just don't feel like it's a fit for my audience. And they were like, okay, we will fix that. Um, So in that, if, if it's an automatic ad thing, you just need to be aware of that, that you right. could get some strange things, but it is easy. It right. is so easy. All I do is go in and click where I want the right. ad to be. And they may have like an automatically have one at the beginning and the end. And if I want others, now it takes a lot to make money on ads. There is no podcaster out there. Very, very few that are making a full-time living by having advertisements on their podcast. That is not where the big money is, but it may cover your hosting Well, and a few coffees here or there. Right. For most of us, it's going to take yeah. way, way more, which is why like, it's fine. Uh, that, and that is a thing that we can do, but just know that that's a big thing. So we kind of covered donations, like making that simple by me coffee, Patreon, something like that. So sponsorships and advertising, don't neglect it. A lot of the hosts like you're talking about are starting to add things where they can do dynamically inserted ads. They've been talking about yes. this for a couple of years. It's starting to come into its own and be really valuable. This, this can happen. Um, yeah. I think of a couple other simple things. We talked about stickers, I guess, as merchandise maybe, but you could do yeah. coffee cups, you know, and, uh, or things, things like that. I'm trying to think of the places there's, there's places that will do this for you, right. Where you can create a little, sh- a little red bubble and printful. Yeah. There's a couple other places yeah. where they take a cut of it and you get a cut of it. Right. And then you get the whole thing, um, or the, you know, whatever your portion is. They ship it and yeah. And it's kind of cool. I'm not wearing it today, but I have a halfway there t-shirt that I, that I made and, uh, I wear it. Um, usually I record on Wednesday. So I often wear that shirt on Wednesday because I, I represent the show. Right. So you can do stuff like that. Um, we talked about Patreon or memberships. You might even consider, depending on what your show is, a membership. Maybe you have content that you can put together a transformation path, right? For people to go from one thing to another thing. You teach them in a series of videos or whatever, even audio. It doesn't even have to be video. Don't limit it that way. Um, you create it and you put it in something like uh, teachable or I use Kajabi. If you want to use Kajabi, let me know. I would love for you to use our affiliate link. That would, that'd be fantastic. But um, there's a good way to do that. There's lots of easy ways to do that these days to create uh, some sort of membership or a course uh, now yeah. that um, maybe that's, maybe that's like down the line, but it is something you, you can be thinking about. And of course I also have other, two other things on, on the list. Um, writing a book, which takes a little bit more time, right? But does yeah. it? If you're already creating audio content, can you take the transcripts of that and use that as a first draft of your book? I think so. Yeah, podcasters like to talk. And so you maybe have more of a verbal processor anyways. And so, yeah, use use that content that you've already started. You may need to get a release from people if you've done interviews with people to use their information. But it, man, it's at least a starting point. Right. And you can, you can get that and, and just start out with this kind of idea. Okay. And then, um, services. So like maybe there's other stuff that you can do for people, right? Um, yeah. I coach, like if you, if you're a podcaster and you want, or you want to be a podcaster and you want to start something, 
I will help you do that. That's the thing that, that I can, I can do. If you want to help your show grow, I will sit with you and we'll talk about the next steps and go over that. I've developed that over time. Now I've got this really nice assessment that we do at the beginning and it will so cool. um, tell us exactly the things that you're not doing and that, that you should start now and where, where to start. And that's the way, that's the way that goes. You can do that with whatever your subject is, right? You can become a coach or help, help people um, sometimes just by being with them, by sitting with them, listening yeah. and offering a few You don't tips. need to be licensed to do coaching for people. This is not counseling. This is right. you being really upfront and saying, hey, I will for 30 minutes of my time or a minute of my time, you can send me money through PayPal and we'll set up a time. Right. And like well, Eric does podcast coaching. He does like podcast audits, which are so cool. Your audit tool is like the coolest thing it, well, to go through all this, this cool checklist. It's so cool. There's just, there's a lot of ways to do it, but don't feel like you have to be like you, you already have some sort of knowledge about something or you wouldn't be podcasting. Even if you're an interviewer, there is something you are really excited about that somebody wants to spend 30 minutes with you talking about. Right. Right. You mentioned affiliates. I think affiliates is a big deal. Um, this is how podcasters make a lot of their money. If they aren't doing it by selling, uh, doing events and books and speaking engagements, although most podcasters are doing a whole bunch. They're doing all the things. They're doing all the things. Yes. <laughs> they, it's affiliates. They're getting like some business that they feel really strongly about or that they, you know, that it reached out to them and they're like, you know what, that could be a good fit that somebody's listening to me needs that. So what you'll get is your own link that you give to somebody. And when somebody right. signs up, you don't get paid for the ad. You get paid most likely when somebody signs up for the thing. It could be for Kajabi. It could be for pod pages, a place that makes podcast show notes and websites automatically for you. Right. Like there is, there are, so many options when it comes to affiliates. Which so. we have an affiliate link for as well, by the way. Pod page and Kajabi. Pod pages? Yeah. But, Let's so talk about, we should have an episode about that. We should. That would be great. We should talk about websites and kind of more dive into that a little bit more. Um, so again, we talked about in uh, our episode on marketing that your website is kind of your central hub. This is why, right? Because then once you start, uh, maybe your podcast is building your audience, but then once you get to a place where you want to monetize, and you want to take that transformation and package it in a way people can buy from you, your website gives you a place for that to happen. Yeah. Right. That's what you're doing, which is why I love Kajabi because it's all included. And when I was ready for it, I could add those things. Um, but PodPage is great as well as a, as a, uh, beginning place for your, to have a nice sharp website, uh, for your podcast. Okay. All of that is great. I think I'm glad you mentioned it because you know what? That's fascinating because I didn't even, I've been doing this so long and I just mentioned, I mentioned affiliate, but I didn't <laughs> even meant like say, oh, let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There are so many places that will give you an affiliate link or an affiliate relationship that when people use it, you recommend it, particularly if you find yourself recommending something, right? If you're recommending a book yeah. all the time, make sure you're an Amazon affiliate. And then recommend yeah. it to people and send them send them that thing because even when they click that link, and if they just take all the other stuff in there and they put stuff in their cart and then they buy it, 
you get a commission on all of it, not just the the one thing because you sent them to Amazon. Um, there are some disclosure I know of a, of a podcast. Yeah, I know of a podcast that used to say what when they would look and get their payouts, they would say, these are the things oh, that people yeah. bought because you don't know who they are. And sometimes they're the most hilarious, funny things because they may click on your link to that book, but they may decide to buy something else. Right. And it could be like a CPAP machine or who knows what. Who knows? By the way, there are, so these things, one, one <laughs> caveat I want to give here is all of these things have potential regulatory issues with them. So if you are uh, doing affiliates, you have to disclose that it's an affiliate. So uh, that, and that you get paid yeah. if somebody uses the link, uh, that's a whole thing that you need to do and you should be familiar with and learn how yeah. to do. Anytime you send the link, you have to disclose that as well. So that's just, you just need to be aware of that uh, kind of thing, but that's the, doing business online is just learning that those kinds of things. Okay. I wanted to go to this key belief because I mentioned it and I think it's kind of important. And so maybe this is like coming full circle back around to where we started. We started with um, a little bit of mindset stuff and we talked about that throughout the thing. I think the thing that you have to believe in order to monetize your podcast is that the transformation you offer is valuable enough to pay for. Hmm. I'm not, I think the one thing that holds podcasters back is that they don't think what they're doing is valuable enough to pay for. Yeah. You don't want to put that tier of donation. Like, okay, I'm going to give people an opportunity to donate $20 a month, but why didn't I give them an opportunity to donate 50 right. or a hundred or fill in their own amount? Right. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it was amazing. I did. Uh, I have talked about this on here before we did a, earlier this year, a pay what you can coaching, uh, sessions, right? People could just buy one and it was fascinating. I mean, some people paid whatever they could. One person, a few people gave me a dollar. That's fine. I said that you could do that. Some people gave me quite a bit more, right. And it just gave them the opportunity and to see, to see what it, to see what it was. And people, I, don't, I didn't even care. I didn't really worry about that. But for me, part of it was just knowing, Hey, this time is valuable. I want to give it to you, but I want it, I want it to be clear about what we're doing here, right? Yeah. There's, there's something here. And so, uh, anyway, so taking that belief and if you have a limiting belief that you're what you think and what you believe and the way you can influence people isn't valuable, you got to get rid of that. You got to take that out of your collection, put in this one, the transformation you offer yeah. is valuable enough to pay for. And, um, uh, and people will do it. So anyway, all right, that's, that's my, uh, my little diatribe on that key belief. I think we need to, we need to have that, I love it. And if you're held back still, go press play on some of your favorite podcasts. Listen to how they do it. Yes. Listen to how they make asks. And there are a million different ways to do it. And it does not have to feel icky and slimy. You know when you hear it, if it feels good. You yes. know if it's a good fit for the way you can do it. This is how I do most of my podcasting is I listen to people that I really enjoy. And I think, what do I like about what they did? What are they doing that I could do? And then I do that thing as the right. truth says. Learn from the best. I not, not that I'm the best, but I tell people all the time, go listen to my open, go listen to uh, halfway there. Cause I love the way that it, it works. Um, so absolutely. That's certainly how I learned as well. All right, friends. So go listen to halfway there, go listen to untangled faith, go, go listen to them. Yeah. Both, and you'll get a lot of Send us money. If you want, I won't be mad. <laughs> You can. Okay. Well, on that note, you should join CPA Gold, which is our membership <laughs> for 
because we do all these things. Make the ask. Almost Make all the of ask. them. Yeah. We do. Amy's helping out with that. And uh, we, yeah. we go through all these things. Mindset, message, mechanics, marketing, monetization. We help each other. It's a really great community. Amy, is there anything like, what, what would you say about that community that maybe it stands out for you? I love the dedicated support of the community, how we encourage each other. And I also love that we get like more in-depth, deep dives with experts in podcasting. So, you know, we have a weekly Zoom that we have teachings. And if you can't make it at that time, it's it's recorded. So you can always go back and get it. The, the library is amazing. I was just looking through the library for it too, just that there's, there's a whole library of how to get your podcast from like nothing to launched, which is worth more than like the cost of a month yeah. of the gold membership. It is everything you need right there. So it is, it's fun. You, you get to, when somebody is working with you side by side, like these are your colleagues, you know, podcasting can be lonely because you're sitting in your room or your um, makeshift studio by yourself. These are your coworkers. Yep. But then when you get stuck, you're going to send them a Voxer. You're going to send them a message and they're going to say, oh, here's a tool I know. Here's something that I've learned. And it is, it's, it's just fun. Yeah. Absolutely. I think those are the kind of the key benefits. I think community is really the main one that I love as a, as a relational person, but the library is great if you're looking for things to do. And I don't know that I mentioned this enough, but I give to people who join in CPA gold, literally everything that we do. Right. So it's like, you can, so the course is yeah. the, there's a kickstart your podcast course that you were referring to. You get that just by joining. So you can pay $50, $49 all the sessions that we've had that go way, way back. Right. I mean, there's a lot of recordings in there. Yeah. I mean, back to 2019, I think I, when, when I did my first little pod, Christian podcast summit, there's some I'm of those videos to check that out. are in there. See 2019, Eric. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. The, the my camera is a lot better now. Let's just put it that, that way. But you iterate <laughs> and that's okay. Anyway, friends, you, right. you are invited. There's a lot there. I think it would be helpful for you. If you're going, if you're feeling a little overwhelmed by monetization, you're going, Hey, I need a little help with my mindset about any of these things. And, or you maybe need to level up uh, your processes, procedures, or you want just to be in a community of podcasters who are committed to doing it, showing up and uh, not only for their audiences, but for each other. CPA Gold is the place. That's at christianpodcastersassociation.com slash gold. christianpodcastersassociation.com slash gold. You can find it there and I would love to have you join. I think it would be a super valuable uh, experience. I'll be there. Meet us there. For you. Yeah, that's right. We'll see you and maybe I'll see you next Tuesday night. So you should join. All right, friends. Amy, thanks for being here again. I appreciate it. You can be found at untangledfaith.com. Untanglefaithpodcast.com. Untanglefaithpodcast.com. I'm glad I asked. That's right. All right. Uh, and everything we do, again, Christian Podcaster Association.com as well. Thanks for being here, Amy. Thanks. Good to be here.